right. This is the Heartland Pod for Thursday, December 15th, 2022. One of the last of the year. We're, we're getting close to shutting it down for the year. Uh, and I am lucky enough to be joined for this one by my friend and co-host and colleague uh, and, and knower of things about complicated, techie, weird money shit. Well, yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves, but kind of. Kind of. So I'll say some. I'm not going to call you an expert, but no, you let's are. Let's not do that for sure. Uh, you know, I have the... some. I have some professional experience. Yeah, Rachel Parker um, is is who is talking. Hi, about. yeah, That's it's Rachel you. Parker. It's me. I'm like Liam Neeson. I have some. I have a very certain set, set of, skills. of skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah. like you're like my dad can play that movie game. Uh, this like the Six Degrees game, where you have to be like. Joe Pesci was in, you know, Home Alone with Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern was in Rookie of the Year with uh, Gary. What's his face? Uh, God, I can't. Sinise. Uh, I'm just guess, I'm just no, guessing. No, the one Gary's. with the the one with the 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 horse teeth who was on The Apprentice. Uh, he so dumb. He had the brain injury. I'm leaving this in. He had the brain injury. Yeah, I'm sorry. He, he was used... on The Apprentice. He's blind. I didn't watch The Apprentice. Uh, I didn't either, but I just know he was on there. And uh, oh my god, this is insane! Now I have to look this you up. Mean, immediately. Um, you mean uh, like seventies actor, like Gary Busey? Okay, so yeah, he's a seventies actor. That's who I thought. Yeah. I okay. Yeah, yeah, Gary Busey. So, but okay. you like you have to like keep it rolling. Anyway, the whole point of that was to say that you uh, have a particular uh, depth of knowledge regarding cryptocurrency and the tech world in a way because sort of. you. Because much like my stepdad watched every movie ever made in the 80s and 90s, you read everything about this stuff. You know some of these people. You've been in some of these rooms. You kind let's of just... Be, yeah, let's... Again, well, well sort of. A sort little of. bit. Um, I don't know all these people. So Not, not the say... modern players, but like... No. You, I mean these I'll... people as a pejorative term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yes. I meant that pejoratively, yes. Rachel. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. So I'll say... I get that. No, I get you. So I'll say what I've done... And then I'll say what, uh, what those people in the pejorative context yeah. I do know. And so what, we, and what we're talking about is cryptocurrency. I started saying, uh, yeah, and why it's a stupid fucking idea. Yeah. Uh, and why, and then I'll let, because uh, you have some questions and basically you were like, well, I have questions, so I'm just going to like hit record and then ask the questions and then I'll know more. And yeah. And instead I talked about too, how maybe. my stepdad likes movies, um, which was... <laughs> Great divergence on my part. Start somewhere. Yeah. So start somewhere. The cryptocurrency conversation, right? So it's one of those things that like the first time I saw anything about it, I was just like, that feels like something I'm not gonna put any money in. It just it just gave me that like I had that very like Seinfeld reaction to it where I was just like, Good luck with all that. Uh I just wasn't interested. But I knew some people who I respect who are very smart who I would see post things about blockchain and I would see them talk about these things. Uh, and so I was like, okay, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Then I would look further well, into it and I'd be like, I don't think I'm missing anything. I don't think I'm going to put my well, money. And I think that's part of the problem is that when we're talking about crypto, there are a lot of different technologies that kind of sort of crashed into each other. Yes. And and all these people decided they were going to try to use all these varying degrees, these varying types of technology to invent a new asset class out of digital right. assets. Right. So 
there's all these things and and I'll, I'll say that of all of the things and I know very little about blockchain um yeah this I isn't a show about like here's what blockchain things... is and here's how it works this is no this oh, is God. more about I, the economics have, yeah. of this situation than the drag technology me of naked the off the fucking back of a horse before I have to listen to that <laughs> yeah so um the hard part of that's finding so, a horse uh <laughs> <laughs> so um there, of all the things of all the things that might have some application in the future like blockchain i'm not i'm i'm i remain uh convinced that i could be convinced that there might maybe might be some applications for something like blockchain in the future i don't think it's going to be clearly it's not going to be helping to establish the legitimacy of assets when it comes to a new asset class right. all of this has blown up so um i'll say so one of the we were joking a little bit earlier about like why adam thinks i know something about this stuff and to be fair like i think because of my some of the jobs that i've had i did sort of enter the era of crypto like huh what are you yeah. talking about so the first so in uh 2000 from like oh, fuck sorry i'm just trying to remember when the hell this was uh late 2000 five that is correct through like the mm, early 08 right. something like that i think i worked for a startup that was get ready kids buckle up a would-be gold-backed digital currency so it was definitely a gold-backed savings account that's absolutely okay. what it was Okay. And there was a component because it was started by, let's say, quote unquote, real money enthusiasts. That is another term for people who think that gold, gold, that we should convert back to the revert back to the gold right. standard. Real money, meaning um, not paper money, meaning the real the, money. The gold always, standard. Yeah. Real money always means gold right. or silver. <clears throat> we'll say that. Um, and so I hated the job that I was working at that time. And I knew one of the people involved with this company and I had no idea what the hell they were talking about. And I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give it a go. Solvent. You say right. making money. You said, um, you're not surviving on the fumes of your angel round. You say, yeah. let me give this a shot. So I had like kind of a, the kind of, education that prepared me to have the vaguest understanding of why crypto in its current state was bullshit right um that isn't to say i think a lot of the people that i don't know anymore but knew then um were very let's just say bullish on bitcoin initially because those people were always looking for the next generation like kind of the future's answer to a personal reserve currency sure because gold is obviously a finite asset because you have to dig more out of the ground or you have to smelt more um if you want to expand the market there's only so much right. of a market that gold can have which is why it has value because it's a limited resource like there's a that's why like there anything that has rarity to it is going to typically hold some form of value so when people, when I was working for this company, um, 
uh, which was sold a number of years ago, so it doesn't exist anymore that I know of. Um, uh, and it was most probably sold because for some of its technology, mostly because like it just had a ton of customers and and, and a lot of assets and um, a lot of like, I'll just say politely, like offices that were not domiciled in the United States. So <laughs> a lot of infrastructure, a lot of infrastructure. Um, and uh, this was right before the economic collapse. So right. a lot of people who had uh, a, a, some semblance of intelligence and resources wanted to move their money out of the dollar um, because, and they were right, right? They had mm -hmm. the sense of good timing that it was going to implode. Right. And, and it did quite a bit. It did a whole bunch. So I knew that was going to happen, which was weird. It was weird to like be this person who just was like, was it like doing her little jobby job? Um, living her best life in Los Angeles uh, as a marketing consultant and part-time yoga teacher and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh my God, the banking system is about to implode. And the one it did, I was like, what is it? I was sort of like Marie Antoinette with the like, why don't you just give them bread then? Like, I was a little like, well, how did you not know everybody? I knew for like a second. I was like that. And then I was like, oh my God, this is terrible. So I'll, I'll say like one of the reasons that I knew that that we were headed down the path of disaster with crypto is because I knew that none of these exchanges were doing the things that we, that that company did, mm -hmm. which was basically to go out of its way to show its customers that every single, and like it's digital, it's online payment system and all that was another thing that it wanted, that they wanted to be able sure. to do so that I could exchange a payment of uh, gold to you that right. people have tried this a million times by the way right. and we'll get into why it never works in a second um why i like what like you give me a service or a good and i pay you in gold right, right. so that was the whole nation and that was so essentially was um creating a transactional environment eventually and um at the so anyway i'll just say that as a savings account it was very effective right. they went out of their way to they were very interested in security trust and transparency and so that company provided rigorous logs um uh audits right. constant audits i forget i think they did an audit every quarter i believe it was with deloitte and those were made available. which is what a real bank does yes and so consistent they were like, audits and, yes and so like if anybody requested the audits they were like here you go here are the audits right. And they were like, well, how do we know that our money's really there? And I was like, well, you're right. It is offshore. Like there's all the, well, you're, you're, you know, honest, ultimately you're putting your money into an asset that isn't a brokerage firm and it isn't a bank, but like, here's all the proof that we have that we can possibly provide you that the company actually has, first of all, the adequate liquidity. Right. So if there is ever a run, we'll be able to, you know, they'll be able to essentially, essentially like move positions from gold to dollars um right. it's not going to be it's a wonderful life with jimmy stewart running around that's going, right what are you all doing right. why are you here yeah yeah or that's pretty good um <laughs> and again like stop me when i bore you or when i confuse you because i know that this, these are all like essentially it was like basically like a, a bank to well, some extent I, I figured people would want to hear this like this is fascinating because like like 60 70 percent of this i know but you're right. filling in gaps that right. i'm just like oh shit i didn't realize that part of it Right, and like that. I, I feel like that. The folks, you know, I'm assuming the people who would see this episode and see what we're talking about and still be listening at this point, right after my thing with the movies, 
are <laughs> also <laughs> as interested in this. Uh, Gary Busey. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me everything you know about uh, crypto. All right, go. That's my Gary Busey, which That's is disturbing. much better when you can see it because it's I have really the mouth good. going. It's really good. He's, uh, I love him in uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Anyway. He's fantastic. I love Gary yeah, Busey. He's, he's yeah. crazy, but He's whatever. insane. The, the, like, the very simple gist is like, good assets have a backing to them. Well, okay, so kind of. So and I'm, I'm good, oversimplifying good intention. Okay, so so oh my god. All right, let, let's get let's get the get to this company and then we'll talk about yeah. why crypto is stupid. Okay, so the reason that so any company that you put your assets into should bend over backwards to prove to you that your assets and they should have systems in place to show you that they can't control what the marketplace is going to do, right? Because right. you're investing right. in an asset, but they should do everything they can to prove to you that you're, they're doing everything that they tell you that they're going to do with your money. So such as if, if you ever want to take your money out, you can take your money out based on the relative value of the asset at the time. Right. So if you buy 15 shares of, let's just say Tesla, cause it's fun. Um, if Tesla <laughs> plunges in value, the stock brokerage firm does not hypothetically, owe you, right? Let's just say it maybe continues to drop 15 more points the next four days. If that happens, the stock, the, the brokerage company from whom you buy those shares who are holding those shares on behalf for you, they're really technically their shares, but they're allocating right. them to you. Right. Um, if, if they go to, they don't owe you the amount of money where you bought them. They owe you the amount of money where they currently are valued. Right. 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 And they owe you the to prove, like they owe you proof that they have the liquidity, right? They should always have a, a, at least enough money in their system so that they can pay you out. If you decide your money, you decide you want your money at that time. Right. right. Now, like we, we can go into like the nature of assets and all that all day long, which is, I think, where crypto people sort of trip everybody up because they, they sort of played on everybody's sort of ignorance about how much they probably don't really understand about asset right. classes. Oh, completely. Okay. <clears throat> so does Absolutely. That, yeah. So do we get into that? Okay, so before we go into what's stupid about crypto on two fronts, when you work in the precious metals industry, as I did for like a hot second, um, and it was kind of a crazy time, <laughs> like I could talk about that even more about like, finally understanding what uh american conservatism is kind of rooted in and i i worked for really interesting honest fair people for them i mean i didn't i actually i i liked everybody and it was um fine it was very small very 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 small company um but these were like pretty hardcore libertarians who you know definitely thought that you know taxation was theft and thought fdr right. was the worst president in the world because he seized people's gold in the thirties and Blinken was a terrible president because he suspended habeas corpus. And it doesn't matter that he did all these other things And Lincoln never really wanted to free the slaves. He just wanted to tax people and like the whole schmear. Right. I'd never seen that perspective before. Um, but aside from that, I learned about um, the history of gold and money and that uh, the reason that gold has always retained its value is one word history. It just has, it's just right. never gone to zero. It's just the way it is it's just cause it is it's the way it is. Um, it is a hedge investment. So people don't buy 
a hedge investment because they want to make money off, but they buy a hedge investment because they're trying to make sure that if everything else goes to zero, they have an asset class that's protecting the rest of their wealth. Right. Okay. We got that, right? Yep. That makes sense. Gold is the backstop. Gold is a backstop for very wealthy people. If you're, if you're like an average retail investor, um, you know, like, I'm not I'm not uh, an investment I'm not an investment broker but like set it and forget it is a pretty good way <laughs> to manage yeah. an investment strategy. Yeah. Like buy assets that that like work with somebody who knows what they're doing. Don't work with somebody who's a moron. Work with someone that has like a track record um who's interested in helping you um you know protect your money against inflation, plan for the future, understands your uh aversion to risk or attraction to it or whatever, you know, if you want to take $10,000 of fun money and screw around in the markets, you can, and you can afford it, like go bananas, but know that you're gambling, right? If you're doing that. So when you're, so anyway, so getting back to like the, what I learned when you're talking to like gold bugs and when the investor, the, when the, company I was working for was going after another round of investment because they wanted to expand quite aggressively. Um, the founder was kicked off the, he was kicked out of the, his, his, he was kicked out of the CEO's office and he remained the chairman. And, um, the reason he was kicked off of, uh, out of the sort of the CEO seat was because he was still saying, no, 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 we need to expand the payment feature. And everybody kept saying, no, 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 dude, Gresham's law. And I, I thought they were saying Grisham. And I was like, why are we talking about a mediocre novelist? <laughs> and I think I made that joke because I'm me. And I was like, what? And they were like, no, 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 Gresham. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And I don't know who you're talking about. And what does that mean? So I sent you, you, Adam Summer. Right. A couple of links about... Did you have a chance to read any of those? Did you glance at them? Did it make yeah, any sense so to you? So Gre- Gresham's Law is one that I actually, I just forgot that I, it's that one of those it? like, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten it right like at a trivia night, but <laughs> right. as I started reading it, I was like, oh, right. Okay. Um, and I mean, the, the basic is it's an old timey thing. It reminds me a lot of uh, clean hands at court where it's like the reason we say you have to have clean hands to get an equitable remedy at court is because there was a time where somebody tried to assassinate the king. And so to come to court, they would check you for gunpowder on your hands. So like <clears throat> same kind of idea where it's like back in old time in England, England time, they Tudor. were making, Tudor, yeah, the Tudor era. Yep. They're making all these coins. And then somebody figures out much like uh, if people remember when the pennies shifted back in the day and they went from being actually made of copper to being made of uh, zinc or did they have nickel inside at one point even? Might have. Um, but basically people figured out that the money was worth more if you melted it than if you spent it. And so they would keep that money and they would hoard it and they would take it out of circulation and the other money that was not as valuable would replace that money. So <clears throat> that's right. essentially the the theory behind the new, you know, oh, it's going to replace this. It's, you know, crypto will replace the dollar. Right. So, so the reason that's failed logic. So the, the, the summary, the short kind of what the, what the way that there's always sort of like summarized is no one spends good money. People right. only spend quote unquote bad money. So if right, good money people, is worth more, if you, keep right. It. 
Right. So if you're if you have if you have your choice to so think about this in turn, we'll go back to the gold analogy. So if you have your choice between giving it's it's the same worth. Right. So I I can give Adam Summer a dollar's worth of gold or I can give him a dollar. I'm going to give him the dollar because in my mind, whether I'm right or wrong, it doesn't matter. It's the perception. So in my mind, the gold is worth more money. Right. So I'm going to keep my dollars worth of gold in a in a in a in a trunk somewhere, and I'm going to spend the the currency, which is why it's called currency and not money, because it's circulating. Right. right? It's moving it's, around. It's, it, it's it's moving around. So no one the so okay now we're back onto crypto. So the idea that crypto would ever be a form of remuneration or money is flawed logic. And you can go back to that old like history. If people can see, if people perceive um, either through ignorance, reputation, or uh, the habit of other people, whatever the hell that we'll just go to Bitcoin because that's the most widely known um, so-called cryptocurrency that if they see Bitcoin as a store of value and Bitcoin was on its way to having this reputation of being like, quote unquote, you, you might have heard people call it digital gold for that reason. Right. If people thought, OK, Bitcoin is digital gold, they're never going to use it to buy stuff. They're going to hold Bitcoin uh, converted into whatever they're I'll use the word fiat currency because that's a, that's the other gold bug term is that, that right. it, it's money by fiat you know whatever money they'll they'll convert it into currency to dollars and you know euros and whatever else you want whatever and spend it that's what they're going to do right and they're going to keep it stashed to bitcoin again whether that's good bad good it doesn't really matter because so much about uh value is is we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago on on our monday show about like eventually when you start talking about money, you immediately find yourself in the middle of a sober acid trip because it's all <laughs> kind of perceived. Right. Right. Because you have to start like, with that. Like, well, let's remember there's no value to any of it. Like you have to start yeah, it's all there, made up, man. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, this dollar is only worth it because we agree. Agree, man. Like it's really just paper. <laughs> but the truth is, is that there is no more stable investment on planet fucking earth than u.s treasury bonds like right. those are the most stable fucking form of investment like full stop and they have the been end. for longer than i've been a alive minute. like a yeah. long long yeah. long time yeah and if you want to talk about what about lincoln's greenbacks yes 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 sure um that was an awfully long time ago and there have of course been disruptions to the money supply and plenty of financial disruptions, including the 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 OAK crisis. And I would argue that's not because of a, a of currency devaluation. That's because people broke the fucking law. Period. And they didn't really have to pay for it uh, in a way that was equitable. Which is what drove people to not trusting the financial system, wanting to decentralize things. The crypto people love the word decentralized. You will not want to play a drinking game of take a shot every time someone says decentralized if you're listening to a crypto podcast because you'll be drunk in like <laughs> 10 minutes. So I feel like I've 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 talked myself into a so I feel like there's all sorts of ways that we could go here. So let me let me just say this. I'll I'll 
when I've talked to my friends before about uh, Adam seeing me, I'm like grabbing my forehead now because it's yes. also stupid. I have to, I have to hold my own face. <laughs> um, when friends of mine who knew I had this like Liam Neeson, I have a very specific set of skills or whatever. It's like a party trick. It is, yeah. Like what? Like what should I do about crypto? And I was like, absolutely nothing. You should do yeah. absolutely nothing. Yeah. What are you and doing right now? Well, I haven't done anything yet. Then you're, you're fucking the nailing it. Best thing to do. Don't do anything yeah. um, unless you want to like. If you have a hundred bucks and you want to gamble it, then I would rather go to Vegas. Right. It's more fun. Whatever. Well, shit. Fifty fifty. Put that hundred on the black red on the roulette. Stand back. There you well, I go. guess it's like forty nine forty nine because of the greens. Play, but go play craps because the the hot the, that's the best <clears throat> odds that you can get from the house. But um, yeah. Uh, at least that we would get a drink. I mean, like right. so. <laughs> what I felt like happened with crypto was there were a lot of things that were happening at once, and once you start building layers of bullshit on top of things that people don't already understand foundationally, which right. is this idea of what money is supposed to be. Right. To bring and back a, a great word from the, the 08 crash, they tranched. They, they tranched. were tranching bullshit on bullshit. They were tranching bullshit on bullshit on bullshit. Um, if you think that, let me just pick it apart, right? Let me just, this is when I, this is when I was always like, why are there never any crypto bros when I feel like, like, dissecting one like an overcooked chicken um huh. they always seem to be in rare supply when i'm in that mood um probably because i don't know anybody who's that big of an idiot uh anymore um so, <laughs> so pull, pull it out for the person whose name popped into your head yeah right <laughs> so <laughs> So what is the what is the one word that you would think you, you would want to use to or that you should use to describe a new technology that will get widely adopted? One word. You get one try. Revolutionary. No. Incorrect. That is the actually wrong. It's way wrong. Okay. Widespread adoption. Widespread. I can, I can deal with that. Oh, universal. No, that's already once it's been adopted, it's universal. I'm giving you one more. I said one, and I gave you just. This two. is more than one try, and I'm I'm feeling very inadequate for this okay. one word test. I'll give you the answer, and okay. then you have to describe it. Okay. Credit cards. Debit Ubiquitous. cards. Okay, that's okay. So how you get to ubiquity? The word that you'll hear in like. Business circles is frictionless. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to be easy enough to use for both the so, user and the acceptor. Everybody, right? Yeah. Well, the, for the acceptor, it's actually quite complicated, right? Like they've set up all these systems so that you can just like walk, walk into anywhere and just hand somebody a piece of plastic and right. they go and like it's so easy for you. Right. It's frictionless for you as, a, as an end user. Yes. So when everybody rolled out NFTs, I was like, nobody's doing that. No. Are you bananas? No. Even if you think about like, so it's, but it's a new class of like, no, shut the fuck up. Right. So even if you're, uh, if you have a lot of money and you want to invest it in collectibles, mm -hmm. it's relatively, I'm not saying that you're going to necessarily make money on that collectible. But even doing that is relatively straightforward. <laughs> right. Well, it, that, you want to buy art, you find an art dealer, yeah. you go to an auction, they say, do you, want the, do you want this 
you know, Chippendale dresser or whatever. Yes, I do. I'm going to buy it for you. It'll be worth twice as much in 10 years. Then you can auction it. I'm like, if I you had can't sports even... cards when I was a kid. Like, you right. know, I had a right. book that was like, yeah. oh, this card yeah. from this year is worth this much. And we like, yeah. you know, we yeah. would hang out and look at our, our books. They're called yeah. the Beckett. Yeah. So if you can't explain to someone in, in more than... I don't know, two or three sentences to think about how they should do something, right? Um, if it takes, if it's, if there's a, 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 a really difficult. If you have to use the word unpack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let, like there has to be tremendous utility. So there's, right. That's the other side of it is that there's, there's, you want is something that you want the onboarding process to be as frictionless as possible and then you want there to be tremendous utility on the right. other side of it. Right. right so right. like a credit card. Yes. You nobody, they don't just give those things to anybody. They pretty much do right. at least once, but they ask you a lot of questions. They make you prove who you are. Right. They ask you if you have money, they ask you where your money is. They ask you where you live. They ask you for your date of birth, your social security number, blah, 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 whatever. You have to prove that you're 18, all these things, but then you get the thing. You go to a place, they go, would you like to pay? And you hand them the thing and it's done. And you can do it anywhere you want, right? right? Right. And then in the background, seamless, you don't see anything. You get a bill, you pay the bill, hopefully, and it's all, all said right. and done. Please do pay your credit card bills. P yeah, I probably I recommend idea. it. If you can. If you can. No Again, shade. Not, a, can, not but, a financial advice podcast, yeah, but generally yeah. speaking. But don't not yeah, pay your bills if you can. No shade if you can. Um, so if you cannot easily explain to someone a how to onboard to something or b better yet why they should bother it's never going to get to that ubiquity we were just talking about yeah. so that's strike one against crypto yeah. so money should be frictionless ubiquitous and have fantastic utility <laughs> And be really easily transferable, ultimately. <laughs> you should be able to transfer it really easily between people because it's the whole point. You're paying for right. goods and services. Crypto um, never seemed to, it, it still has not, and I don't think it ever will because I think it'll disappear before it it's, could. Yeah, it's but it gone, has, yeah. It has never reached the stage where like, if I'm at a party and I know somebody's talking about it, I'm walking the other way. Like, I don't <laughs> care. Like, like, unless I'm out. the I'm out. only drink is a, is through that conversation i am not walking to that conversation well, not gonna and happen. i think and i think that's also like number two it's if you're it should be something if if a new technology is going to and you know what i do talk about at parties in my 30s credit cards but you didn't no we do because like, like all, all my all my friends are like you know real adults now and so yes. we're like hey do you know about the Chase Amazon card? Well, like, well, so you're you talking about, about like, this card, like points and yeah. Things. So you're like okay. comparing, and that's like I was a getting, that's like a conversation that we scared. have. Like, why are you talking about credit cards? Like with our friends, right? It's okay. like, oh, Fair I enough. use this card. Fair he enough. used this card. So, like, to prove, I mean, it exactly right. proves your point. It's like, right? I would be more like if somebody's in that conversation because I'm like, what card am I missing out on? Right, right. Like, what's the magic card? He's got the best card. Let's so all you're compare saying, these cards. Where did you go on vacation and did you yeah. pay for hotels? Okay, exactly. great. I want to know. I want to know that. Um story. so if you can so the 
I would never even get this far with people if they really asked me questions because then I would start people would start talking to me about like how they mint um and that ethereum might be a thing because it can mint nfts and how you can mint a coin i was like stop it stop it if the exchanges themselves don't have added this i said this like i you know that i'm not bullshitting you right like you know that i actually these words came out of my mouth i would say like well there's this thing called gresham's law and nobody's going to spend this money if it's really valuable forget it it's never going to be a payment system that's ridiculous they're going to spend the same money they spend right now sorry like the day people stop using the dollar we're not alive anymore i'm not anyway like forget yeah. I'm, I'm so dead i'm so like dead buried <laughs> um so uh if if we got to that part of the conversation then i would say very quickly well the problem is is that nobody is making and this is where we're going to get to ftx probably no one is making these exchanges where you have to and I know there's these things called cold wallets and I don't care how any of that works. I really don't. It never mattered to me because I never believed that the exchanges themselves had any liquidity ever. Right. I was like, there is no earthly way that this brand new asset class that'll like never get the flu and, you know, will just make everybody like not go to war and like all these like ridiculous promises. And I heard people say the same thing when I was like working in the gold world that, once we go back to the gold standard, which is a ridiculous thing to assert that will ever happen because it totally won't. But if we did, there would never be war. I was like, what? How the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, well, we just skipped we right just, over to neoliberalism because, right, right out of. No, here's here's the great here's the great thing about it. The reason, Adam. Oh, never tell a libertarian they're neoliberal. They'll throw you out of the car. Um, <laughs> The reason that you'll never go to war again, Adam, if we go back to the gold standard is because like they can't just write blank checks for wars. And I was like, they'll print money again. That, yeah. And also they'll be like, they started doing it. Let's go get all that gold. How are we going to do that? I don't know. War? War? Yeah, war. Like <laughs> We'll print money. The whole reason Gresham was the treasurer for the queen. And he was like, your majesty, you know how you needed to like print money to go to war with France? And she was like, yeah. And he's like, no one's like, it's not working. Right. Like People right. are hoarding the old stuff. It's not circulating anymore. So anyway, whatever. That's all super <laughs> hilarious to me. But um, I, I knew that there was like the most obvious thing to me was that there was going to be this... Um, obvious problem with liquidity amongst all these exchanges and when i would read that like bitcoin is up to whatever i was like i don't even know what the hell that means that sounds ridiculous there's no way that there is enough money floating amongst these completely uninsured fantastically unregulated offshore companies to make sure that people if they all decide at the same time that they want to cash on their bitcoin for whatever the hell it's worth right now, or all these other made up bullshit coins that they keep minting like it's no tomorrow, um, <laughs> that that's going to work. I just know it's not because I'm I'm not dumb. That's it. I'm just not dumb. I've 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 seen how hard it is, and how much like, like when I talk about how valuable the the gold company that I worked for treasured transparency and trust and honesty. Right. They wanted to put a camera in the brinks vaults so that customers could watch literally watch the, the gold. gold bars be moved from like the 
Brinks or the whatever yeah. whoever we we bought they bought gold from a new a couple different um uh, dealer bold bullion dealers they so that you could watch it go from like the that side of the vault to like the that the, our side of the vault quote unquote our side of the vault and Brinks was like get fucked you can put candles <laughs> in a fucking gold ball you banana and we were like well what we thought we'd try that's how much they wanted yeah. people you guys to know have clearly never seen that hard with a vengeance was... like you can't do that shit yeah i don't remember that movie anyway so um so it was so what because i had that background and because i saw how seriously they took that and how much work that was and how much went into it and the amount of money and the amount of time and the amount of integrity and all these other things that went into this pat i mean because gold believers are the gold bugs are just super religious about money just like anybody else's they're they're you know they're all kind of wealthy um sure it's like a toy you know i was like we're making new money i was like yeah okay great whatever did my check clear this month wonderful thank you um <laughs> uh so i assumed so how did that go what do i need what else do we need to clarify are we no like, I, I think i think that's fine i think it's a lot of background but it's important um and i think we can just kind of shift gears to uh this headline that i'm still just completely laughing at uh from andy borowitz from the new yorker the best who, this i don't headline, normally but... it really is like this is what i try to write in our show docs yeah. when i do like the buy yeah. sell and the true false and stuff yeah so this headline from the new yorker from andy borowitz world shocked that man running business based on imaginary money might be fraud like it's just such a perfect headline and it so tightly delivers and i the thought your ftx thing i thought it was actually a new yorker article i assumed it was at first and then i realized it was borrowing yeah so and then i was like oh, Borowitz. Okay. yeah um because i spent in preparation for this i i read about oh there's a video that we're going to share in the show notes which is really great from the american prospect which goes into yes uh, a much more elegant and and much more um like I'll super say, smart in uh, fact if you've been listening to this and you're just like i'm not sure why any of this is relevant stop listening to this right now and go watch the video link i'll put it as the that. first yeah. thing and watch that yeah. video yeah and then restart the podcast fast forward yeah. past the part at the beginning with the movies <laughs> where adam doesn't know who um, gary Busey is. <laughs> god i can't believe i can come up with gary Busey's name that is so shameful to me um but i'm leaving it in because it's about the content people so uh it, it's very 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 it's a very useful video uh, it's and it very substantial out, and, it's, and it helps it's walk through like how why is right now with uh with crypto very similar to 08 uh and what happened in the housing market except yeah it's not on the scale of like the fucking of the complete and total economy it's not but like the design very isolated, yeah. is very similar Yes. Uh, the build right. is yes. very similar yes. and it's yes. basically people i think what i said in the in the slack chat was like the venn diagram of the crypto people and the people who thought that it was like offensive to compare trump to a nazi especially like around january 6th like like pre that it was a little hyperbolic but like once he tried to like do the the you know the the reichstag fire and the beer hall push like it was okay at that point to call the man what he is. And so like those people who are just like, Oh, he's not like a Nazi at all. And the people who are just like, this isn't going to be a bad financial disaster whatsoever are the same people because they're people who don't read history. 
There are people who That's just right. consistently push forward. That's right. And they just go, new, 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 new. Nothing bad has ever happened like this. This is everything is new. And like well, everything I, is like, you've never seen anything like this before. And it's like, no, I did. It was in a book from 1880. Yeah, I have. Like, yeah. It's yeah, all happened is, before. So it's the people just, who. This is just. Yes. Yeah. The, the people who the new don't kind understand of FTX or like why it was going to be bad or don't think it was going to be bad are the same people who don't understand 2008 and 1938. Like, it's the same. Well, and like, to be fair, like, none of us should be expected to follow the meanderings of a hype cycle to this extent, right? Right. Like, we were in the middle of a hype cycle. Everybody knew it was a hype cycle. I The next one that's going to crash is the whole Facebook's definition of the metaverse thing. That's going to blow up in their fucking faces. Um. Uh, I don't know how much longer um, uh, Square can call itself block with a straight face. Um, And I think that when a lot of people get isolated together and they have a lot of money, they really do want to believe that they just need each other and they don't need the rest of us, first of all. And that these old regulators, man, like you guys just don't fucking like get it. Like what we're talking about (laughs) here is like... You just like I could explain. This is the thing that always killed me, but like the whole crypto thing was the whole, like I could explain it to you, but like you're just like not smart enough to understand it. And I'm like, that's not how money works. Like, right? Yeah, understandably, yeah, like, money is actually I don't pretty understand simple. How, very simple. Like, I don't understand how options work right. because they're gambling. Right. Options are gambling. That's like, I have a, I I have a good I friend never... who is a he knows how to run options. And like he he's really good at it, and it is like he's I've had him explain it. I'm just like, yeah, that's gambling. Like it's absolutely gambling. Totally gambling. He just happens totally to be gambling. It, it's gambling the same way that like playing poker is gambling. Now I have never lost money historically playing playing poker because I understand odds and I'm good at reading people. Like I I, I it is a real skill you can have. Most people well there is some skill right yeah it. both have. Both have some skill, like right? You can't, like I'm just saying, that you can't make money making options. I'm not saying, it's, but you it's also purely... can just gamble on options. Like so, speaking <laughs> you of, really can. So speaking of, so speaking of gambling, um, so we had talked about like Sam Bankman-Fried and like FTX, and I didn't really know much about because I was really just like pretending like I didn't have to care about the whole crypto world because right. I knew something like this was going to happen, and my hope was that. Uh, traditional investors, pension funds, banks, and so forth would have limited exposure, and that's been basically true. Like the the, the exposure to the, the average person is 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 extremely minimal. Um, from crypto, I'm, I'm there are people that were certainly probably um hoodwinked and uh, ripped off, but like most people risked money, should have known they were taking a risk, believed bullshit. Right. And lost a bunch of money. Now, right. Sam Bankman-Fried, however, is still a criminal, and and the the indictments I think are are going to now that there is some confidence that um, they can just arrest people like they used to. And I I, I heard that uh, his Alameda Research uh, counterpart, whatever her name is, Fuckface Von Fuckstress, whatever her name is, I don't right. care, whatever. 
is cooperate has hired some very fancy pants lawyers in New York City, and she's probably going to be working. But the, the assumption is that she's probably going to be cooperating with um prosecutors. Um, all these people are in very deep trouble. But like this is this could easily bring down what's left of the existing uh crypto exchanges. And in that American Prosperity we were talking about, at some point he mentions like minting a coin and i thought oh finally maybe i'll understand what this means and he basically is like don't like right. as the, the guy who's narrating it who's the american prospect editor he's like don't understand it it's dumb it's just stupid and it's 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 just basically like wishy mcwish pants nonsense he sense it doesn't make any sense you don't have to understand it because it's bullshit basically um uh so i i do want to re- hit on really quickly like why i actually think regulation is a bad idea if i may um, yeah, and I'll just for for folks who aren't following all this. So Sam Bankman-Fried was the CEO of, uh, well, part of Alameda Research running that, and then FTX. FTX is a cryptocurrency clearing exchange that uh, it's it's kind of like uh, Acorns, uh, but for fake things. So like I have an Acorns account where it's an exchange where I go in and uh, it was d- during uh, COVID. I was like, I'm not spending money on a lot of things right now. I'm going to start a really small account where I get in the habit of putting that coffee money into a, an investment account. And so I did that. And it's like, a you know, you can choose bonds or, you know, you can go super aggressive or whatever. So it's, it's one of those kinds of an accounts. It's an exchange where I'm putting money in and they're telling me where it's going, just like the FTX exchange where it's like, you can do all these things. Well, the NYSE is an exchange. Right. Yeah, exactly. Much more well-resourced. So he's running all those things. It collapses. All the money goes bye-bye. There wasn't money. That's the problem. (laughs) There wasn't any money. The money's gone, had gone bye-bye a long time ago. Money had gone bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then nothing seems to happen, right? Like time is passing and everyone's just like, what's going on? And he's like, He's on like a New York Times panel. Like he's just sort of still around being this guy. And then he's supposed to allegedly go in front of Congress. And the day before he's supposed to go to Congress and testify, whoops, he gets arrested. Uh, and they they roll out. So the on, on uh, prospect.org, this link that's in the show notes, the, the, the headline of this one is the easiest criminal indictment ever. <laughs> and it is. And the, the the bullet points, the allegations. So at this point, he's still, you know, innocent until proven guilty. It's all allegations. This dude's guilty is fuck, but it's all allegations. And it's all written down. They didn't try it's to hide all, it. Like, all written it's down. Not, they <laughs> make the point in this article, like Enron, they, they went They may out, as they well have had a binder their... of like, here's the crimes. Yeah. Like they just said crime, <laughs> crime stuff. folder. Yeah. 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 Enron, Enron like was really was buried they really went out of their way to bury the debt right they went out of their way they used very complicated um financial tools to shield investors Extremely complicated from debt that they were not disclosing this is not that this is just stupefyingly bananas yeah, they just dumb. have a column in their in they, their quickbooks spreadsheet that just says there should be money here but there, there isn't. isn't yeah like, yeah, because they were trying so hard to make the balance sheet work yeah. after they probably woke up one day and they were like, oh, my God, we're all going to get arrested so now. The, the allegations are uh, that he defrauded customers of FTX, that he defrauded lenders to Alameda Research, that he defrauded 
investors of FTX along with the customers. And then, <laughs> and then it just at the very last one says, and violated campaign finance laws. So, so many <laughs> campaigns. So broke. So when you, so he used L, funds from his venture capital firm, right? That Alameda. was basically just wholesale taking money from investors, which is big, 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 big no no. Big, right. huge, big no no. So when you put your money in a savings and loan, you know the bank is going to use some of the money that, that like you have the on account of with the them. Savings loan loan. That's correct. So you're providing liquidity so that they can do loans. Now, hopefully right. they're not super high risk loans and they're doing sensible loans and they mostly are, whatever. Um, again, like it normally things normally work. In 08, they were lying. Anyway, so um, but an investment firm, when you put your money with like uh uh, uh we'll just say Charles Schwab, if you hold your funds with Charles Schwab. It is illegal for Schwab to be like, I know you said you wanted 50 shares of General Electric. Right. Bad example. But we are going <laughs> to use that money to start our own very high risk venture fund. And we're not going to disclose that to you. Yeah. Or in the case of FTX, we're going to use that money for cocaine and hookers. And campaign finance donations, which is so illegal. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, we're going to take your money, and actually we're just going to give it uh, to politicians, um, and we're going to give it in random people's names, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you don't so that know that you're the regulators. Making, so that, and also that way, like, so the reason that's a campaign, the reason that is in violation of federal finance, campaign finance laws is because there's a there's a there's plenty of ways where you can accept money um where you don't you you can claim to not know who it's from but those sources have to know where the money's from there's supposed to be a paper trail even with a fucking super pack there's supposed to be a paper trail um so it's just that with a super pack the, the campaign can't coordinate with super pack and that's like the most hilarious like wink wink nudge nudge ever but like they're still supposed to know where their money is coming from they're not blind donations you don't like you don't get to give two million dollars anonymously to a pack or right. a super pack like right. that's not how it works so there is there was there were lots of questions after the ftx ftx collapse um, I don't think there was any question about whether or not he'd broken the law, but there was, there's always this like question. It was kind of reminded me of, um, uh, Oh, I don't want to bring that particular. That's too violent. Uh, I'm trying <laughs> to think of somebody else where there was something obviously we're like, yeah, yeah, things work. Things are still working. I, I, I'm, this is, I was going to say a meadow Bree, but that's way too depressing. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. where there was another recent example of like, Oh my God! Uh, Oath Keepers. That's what I was thinking of. But Oath Keepers yeah. was like was was founder was 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 found guilty of seditious conspiracy, and everybody's like, I can't believe it. I was like, Listen, we're still we're 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 a nation that is licking its wounds, but we are still basically a nation of laws. And if you don't have enough, if you don't have friends in high enough places, say like if you're the chairman of you know, uh, Chase Bank, you right. still you know pretty much but i understand that like in the wake of 08 the people don't believe that people actually will go to jail for stuff um but uh i kind of lost my 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 thought there but i'm you know when he got when he as he was getting arrested or before he got arrested i was just counting the crimes i was like let's see there's wire fraud there's probably like how many cases yeah. of wire fraud just probably on thousands board. yeah unbelievable thousands amounts. so 
so wire fraud would mean that like every single time someone transferred money to their accounts, if they didn't put it where it was supposed to go, that was wire fraud. Every single time. Every single time. time. So he's going to go to jail for like a long time. Um, the whole I kind of hope market... that they that it all goes to trial and we get to see every single count have to go to trial and get to see the full potential of a sentence because well, it's going to be had... it might be the longest jail sentence of all time <laughs> i don't know about that but like it depends on if i mean like his lawyers his first set of lawyers quit because he's like i'm gonna go testify in front of congress and they were like we quit we told you not to do right. that we quit we're walking um but i'll say really quickly and then i won't have a whole lot else to say about crypto for a while i think we covered that like no it is something that people will not spend it right um yes you have to prove that you have liquidity and if you don't if if, if a company or an organization with whom you are investing money unless you are willing to make high risk investments mm-hmm. say if you're going to put your money with a venture firm or something you know that that's risky money big returns potentially but might also go up in smoke SoftBank. um <laughs> Right? Like it could. You don't know. Right, like these right, people aren't, right. they're just human beings. They're not geniuses all the time. So you should have some faith in the fidelity of your money. And that's what FDIC yeah. insurance is about and all this other stuff. Here's yeah. why I don't think crypto should be regulated. My concern is that there's going to be this scramble now to look for, for the Hill to look like it's doing something on about crypto. They're going to be tough on crypto. Right. And I think that if you regulate it there's going to be this temptation to legitimize legitimizes it. it and if you make if you put regulation around it that means that it has a regulatory framework which means that you are allowing its existence to continue as a new asset class and right. it isn't right it's not it's not it's not an asset class in the same way that cigarettes aren't good for you like it's just not. It just isn't. That you know, like it's just that's that's not a thing. Yeah. The person who should be in charge of, um, kind of continuing to, I think Gensler is Gary Gensler, um, who is in charge of the SEC, Security and Exchange Commission for the Biden administration. From what I've read about what he's done so far to date with crypto, which I did for maybe half half an hour today. Um, I have a lot of respect for Mr. Gensler. I think he's done a pretty good job so far. I think he's trying to uh, use the full weight of the SEC in the way that it should be more often Obama's SEC did and forget Trump's. Um, so he he has enough of the tools that he needs to make sure that yeah. this he's he like the reason it's not worse is because of Gary Gensler. Had the push for regulation been successful more investors probably would have been harmed in a much greater extent because right, right there would have been like well hey it's like a thing now hey it's a high risk trade i mean there's all different kinds of things that you could put on it to allow it to kind of infect um main street uh, investors and i right. think that is a terrible i i personally think you know i i don't know i i buy uh, i am by no means um, I have some knowledge, but I'm not an expert in any of this stuff, really. But uh, I, I remain unconvinced by anything that I've read, including from I love Elizabeth Warren, but I think she's wrong. I think she's 
uh, her heart's in the right place, but her head is in the wrong place. I think she's acting with a lot of passion right now. I think that uh, a regulatory framework around crypto is a terrible fucking idea. Yeah. It should just not be legal, period. It shouldn't be legal. If you want to say it's not legal, uh, that's fine. If you want to continue to strengthen existing anti anti fraud laws and things like that to make sure that like it doesn't become uh sort of a which does just play right in like you're saying like it it legitimizes it by putting a regulatory scheme around it but more importantly the people who still believe in it will then be able to say look see they don't want it to exist that's how you know it's so good Right. And I, I feel like when you, when you start to, however it would look, I don't think it's going to work by the way. I don't, I don't, I don't think they're right. going to be able to do anything. Certainly not in the lame duck. Um, I mean, they don't have much time and I don't think that this is going to be, I don't think it's going to go well next year because well, they're like, going to be very busy with Hunter Biden's laptop. They're going to be very year, busy so. with Hunter Biden. And I don't think that, uh, and, and also videos. Right. And also the, 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 quote unquote industry such as it is is not going to be lobbying dc so nothing's gonna probably no, happen because be they were quiet as a church mass is what they're yeah well be. they're gone there's they're insolvent they're they're like they're not gonna be able they're gonna be like hiring bankruptcy attorneys and trying to see if they can give get any money to their customers and things like that that was a good article too i don't remember where that was from i don't, I don't have the link anymore but the one about like somebody's about to get rich off a of cryptocurrency and it's all the bankruptcy attorneys. Oh yeah. I think I shared that. In our, I think yeah. I shared that in our Slack chat. Cause I was like, yeah. this is great. This is so funny. Um, I was going to send it to my friend who's a, who's a bankruptcy attorney, but he, I mean, he does, he does like uh consumer stuff, but, um, but yeah, I thought that was so, 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 so funny. Yeah. So crypto has been great for the uh, corporate bankruptcy game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, but probably by like, I would say by this time next week, um, whatever. And like, don't no one ever try to k explain to me what a stable coin is. I will, I will come out of my skin at you. Um, it's like an altcoin, but it's also sort of like a token. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm just, no, like I'm just throwing cryptocurrency yeah. that words. Sounds, out. That sounds right. That sounds right. That sounds like exactly what I would hear. And I would be like, I want this to all go away. Um, and also by the, by way, the way, like if, no, if, if if the if the american if for whatever reason they decided to do this if the u.s treasury suddenly decided to issue its own digital dollar right. it's all game over fucking yeah. anyway i mean i there's there are some arguments by the way for um border i don't want to say borderless money because i don't i think that's a terrible idea but making it easier for the unbanked to send sure. money overseas to their family and stuff like sure. there's all kinds of different things that I think you could make an argument for. Yeah. So if you're trying to figure out a way to advocate for people who uh, need to get money into the hands of people who don't live in the United States and those because you don't have a bank account and they don't have a bank account, right. you're talking about poor people and there are so many avenues of ad advocacy that would essentially use the existing system to make that easier and exactly 0, 0.00 republicans would ever get behind anything like that anyway so yeah. i don't i just don't see the utility kids i still don't see the utility nobody's convinced me even outside of the current kerfuffles right um i still don't see the fucking point of it all well and in <clears throat> i'll 
I'll, I'll cap this discussion off with this. Here's why I agree with you on we don't need the regulation is Sam Bankman-Fried is going to be charged with I don't know how many charges of wire fraud, uh, how many counts, okay? Wire fraud is an enhanceable charge. So if you send me $100 and I'm supposed to put it somewhere and I don't, I could be charged with wire fraud, but like I'm not going to jail for that. If you send me a million dollars and I don't put it in the right place, I'm probably going to go to jail for that. If you send me a hundred dollars a million times, I'm going to go to jail for that. And that's what was going on with Sam Bankman Street was that people were sending a hundred dollars over and and that's just and over and that's just one of the class. Right. And that's just one of the class of the financial laws that he's broken. You can, on one charge of wire fraud, be sentenced to somewhere up to 30 years in prison. And one of the things that they consider when they're sentencing you for wire fraud are your intentions, the defendant's intentions, and the marketing techniques. How'd you get that money? Do you remember how FTX was getting money? Because I seem to remember some Super Bowl commercials where FTX was getting money. That's going to be an interesting well, thing. Well, and, and the, the other, and the other just, just straight, we haven't even talked about just also the various nuances of the word fraud, aside from when you put wire in front of it. There's also just straight up criminal fraud. There's this other thing called criminal fraud, right? Like misrepresentation. Um, you cannot take money from somebody and lie to them about what you're going to fucking do with it. Yeah, that's just it. regular old fraud. Ever. Let alone you can't the wire do that. fraud. Just good old-fashioned fraud. Is, yeah, so so everything that they've used. So forget what you forget what you knew about like say um this is basically more like the fire festival idiot it is Firefest. That's exactly this is less like what it say is. like it's not Al Capone. It's pretty much like that. Only it's financial. Yes. It's not Al Capone. Yeah. It's not. Um. Uh, it's not. What's her name? It's not Theranos. It's not that shit. <laughs> right. It's not that nuanced. It's just a big stupid dumb lie. Yes. And a bunch of people that lied to a bunch of other people and did it a bunch of times. And there's going to be tons of criminal counts for all this stuff. Yes. And I think that what's probably going to happen is he's going to take the entire industry down with him and fucking good riddance, you yeah. douchebags. Fuck all of you. Yeah, I agree. I, I have no problem right? with any of it. Yeah, that's good. That's good with me. That feels like a great place to end. <laughs> <laughs> The Heartland Pod is a production of Midmap Media, LLC. Follow us on Twitter with at the Heartland Pod. With email, you can reach us, heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com. Online with heartlandpod.com. Subscribe and please sign up for our Patreon with patreon.com slash heartlandpod. Become a podhead or an official podgressive today and unlock all of our content. See you at the next show. <laughs>